Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-inspired podcast. Today, we are heading back to the Walt Disney World Resorts to give you all you need to know about staying on property at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Buckle up and get ready. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat, and check out our website, thecastlechat.com, for official merchandise. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. listen to our episode last week you already know that this is one that you guys are going to be excited about we are here to talk about another disney resort today court tell the people even though you already did in the intro what we're talking about <laughs> that's so great today we were talking about disney's contemporary resort which caitlin had the privilege of staying at on her most recent trip to walt disney world so we've got kate's experience there we've done our research we're here to tell you guys everything you need to know from the history of the resort to the room descriptions the room pricing the dining the entertainment and the transportation. So we're going to cover it all from top to bottom. So if you are considering staying at the Disney Contemporary Resort, then you'll have all the information you need to be prepared and ready for that trip. And if you're even if you're not planning on staying there anytime soon, but you want to learn more about this resort, this episode is for you. There's so much history here. If you are unaware, this is an OG. Like this resort actually was on a technical sense, second to open, but it was there on opening day. And that would be 1971, folks. Yep. It's been there for 50 years. She's seen some glow-ups recently, which is nice. We'll talk about all those. But yeah, this resort has been there since the opening of Walt Disney World and has been a staple ever since. I feel like its popularity and people's desire to stay there, they're obviously obvious reasons obviously obvious (laughs) reasons to want to stay there but um inside and out this resort is super unique and beautiful and i'm excited to talk about it yes so like you said it is one of the original resorts that opened in 1971 in addition to the polynesian resort resort so both of those resorts sit on seven seas lagoon and face the beautiful and magical magic kingdom magical magic kingdom here we go we love it we're doing some redundant phrases here and we're all about it um are you aware have you seen videos about how they built the contemporary i have not please educate me so the contemporary is super unique it's obviously meant to be this um modern groundbreaking architecture and design for how the building looks itself if you're unfamiliar head to our instagram we will certainly post pictures so you can see but it has this pyramid like long pyramid structure almost a A frame yeah a frame and it does have an opening through the center through which the monorail goes through but the way that they built this resort was super first of its kind and that it was modular they built the structure and then the rooms were pre-made boxes that they lifted up with a crane and inserted into the side of the building that's like how they do the cruise ships so yeah and they haven't been they didn't remove them afterwards but that's how they they built and furnished and outfitted a lot of these rooms was they were put into these squares like you said like like with cruise ships and lifted up and put in the building wow and they've been there ever since i love that that's so cool it is one of the coolest looking um resorts in my opinion strictly because of the monorail like who, like getting to stay somewhere you're like yeah uh, my transportation literally comes through the building yep that's no, just so unique and cool and anytime i am on the monorail and we go through the contemporary i'm always like 
big eyed wanting to look at Chef Mickey's and what's going on and like I feel like it's such a fun part of being on the monorail. I love seeing little ones on the monorail when we pull up and they're like, we're going in the hotel and they get so excited about it and think it's so cool. And it is cool. Um, And the way the viewpoint that you get on the monorail, you get to look down at so much fun that's happening below you. We'll talk about that more in a bit. But yeah, this this resort is stunning um even though she is 50 years old she has not lost her glory and um i feel like the updates that they've done recently have been fun um there have been more intense updates that they've done to this resort including some dvc stuff what's that about court so in 2009 they actually built the bay lake tower which is a new dvc property well not new anymore obviously 2009 was quite a while back um but there was a north garden wing to the contemporary and that was completely torn down in order to build bay lake tower um and that's what opened in august of 2009 I have had the privilege of staying at Bay Lake Tower. We stayed at Bay Lake Tower for my mom's 40th birthday, which was a while ago. Um, Sorry, mom, (laughs) to put that on you. Um, But I was so stunned by Bay Lake Tower. It's so neat. Um, There is a big walkway that is open air outside. It's obviously covered um, where you get this crazy vantage point of Magic Kingdom as well as the contemporary. Um, And so this new update is very exciting. I think it's pretty difficult to find a room here at um, the Bay Lake side of the contemporary because it does have those unique rooms. It has the studios. It has one bedroom suites, two bedroom suites. Um, So the rooms are a little bit different than standard, um, but obviously a nice DVC upgrade to have, especially being so dang close to the Magic Kingdom. That's one of the highlights of the resort itself. Um, But let's talk about some of the general outline or structure of the resort. Outside of Bay Lake Tower, there's the main tower, and then there's some other stuff that people can find as well. So there is a south garden wing that still exists. The north one was torn down, like we said. And um, I also wanted to mention that this resort is a deluxe resort. Disney categorizes their resorts as value, moderate, or deluxe. So this one is in the deluxe, which is the higher price category. Yes. And in addition to it being a resort, it's also a convention center. Yes. Um, It's been a convention center since its opening. And um, I think... A fun fact about the convention center at the Contemporary. For those of you who are major Disney nerds, you probably already know this fun fact. But if you have any um, recognition of the phrase, I am not a crook, there was a speech that President Richard Nixon gave um, during the height of the Watergate scandal. And there was a press interview. There were like, hundreds of journalists and it was right after all of this stuff was coming out and he did this interview and there's this famous line he says you're wanting to know if your president's a crook well i am not a crook and that was given in the ballroom at the contemporary and that's like whoa evidently a pretty big pop culture moment that phrase that was said by him right before like a few months before he resigned as president is one of those big historical things that just happened to happen at Disney World which I think is cool that is so cool see for me I've always viewed contemporary as just like a convention resort so the times that I have been in there um I guess I haven't really appreciated it for its beauty and its resort side of things I've always just focused on like wow there's so many ballrooms and there's like so much going on um and I, I want to stay here to be able to really enjoy it, like I said, because yeah. um, there is so much. There's so much beauty in this resort. And part of that beauty is the 90 foot mural that you see on the main tower wall that is made by not only our wonderful Mary Blair. It's beautiful. It's so unique. The colors are vibrant and I feel like it's very timeless. It feels retro, but it's not outdated. Um, Another fun fact about this Mary Blair mural is that at the top of, uh, if you're looking straight on at the mural, I believe it's the left side, but there is one goat 
on this mural that has five legs. What? I did not know this. He's the five-legged goat. Oh, what a what a gem. What a character. We love him. I don't know what his name is, but, you know, he's f- got five legs, so he's special. We appreciate five-legged goats on this podcast. I wonder if it was, like, on purpose, if she was like, this goat will have a fifth leg. Or if it was, like, the tile work was being done and they're like, oh, shoot. Like, they pre-made the one section and they were like, dang it, there's an extra leg here and it was too late and now he's just a five-legged goat. I don't know. I mean, there's probably some more history on that that we'd have to dig into a little bit. We love the mystery, though. Anyways, so yes, as you are coming in on the monorail or as you are entering the main hub of the main tower of the Contemporary, that big A-frame building, this Mary Blair mural is going to knock your socks off. It's going to be right in front of you, all you can see. And um, Mary Blair, if you're unfamiliar, is the artist and designer behind It's a Small World. So her design style um, and look is very notable and recognizable in the Disney realm. So for her to have designed this massive centerpiece for the contemporary says a lot about um, her popularity within the um, design field of the the Walt Disney Company when they were making these resorts. I love it. It's beautiful and is definitely worth taking a look at. Now, we talked about this huge tower. It is massive. It is home to many, many rooms. So I figured we would start talking about how many rooms does a contemporary have and where you can find those rooms. So the A-frame tower is 14 stories high, very tall building, and has 500 rooms. Crazy. That's a lot of rooms. Um, The main tower also, uh, floor 12 to 14, is their club level. If you stay um, club level in the Disney resorts, it's essentially um, a concierge level stay. You have really convenient um, access and privacy to get to your floors. Um, But there's also like a lounge where they provide you with food all day long. There's wine and beer and coffee and tea and all the things that you could be um, imagining that Disney would provide you with if you're going to pay a premium price for this club level but that is those top tier floors literally of the main tower of the contemporary Um, crazy to me that there's 500 rooms in there well I mean what's crazier to me is that the garden wing has 250 rooms just half of the rooms that the tower has. So between the two buildings, there's quite a few rooms. We would need to do a whole other episode on Bay Lake Tower to break all that down. But just for those two areas, we're looking at 750 rooms. Yeah, Bay Lake has to have a ton of rooms. I don't know how many it has, but it has to have similar or close to the same number. Well, maybe not because those two bedroom suites, like from the outside, it looks like multiple rooms, but it's just one big one. Anyways, yes, lots and lots of rooms for a deluxe resort at Disney. Um, And one of those convenient things for having so many rooms is that they are all newly renovated. They are newly renovated. In 2021, the Contemporary had shifted their theming over to The Incredibles. I think this is an interesting choice. I don't quite understand it. When they first announced it, I was, like, also very confused. Like, how does this fit? I'm not quite sure. I mean, I love The Incredibles, and I think it's cool that they're getting their place in the resort. Um, Now, you experienced it firsthand. How is the theming? It's very cute. It's very modern. Um, It's not overwhelming like some of disney's other resorts that have the like loud lion king finding nemo little mermaid type rooms um, or the princess rooms at port orleans it is a more subtle classy take on a disney movie theme um, which for a deluxe resort obviously probably want to appeal to um, guests that aren't just going to have small children um, might be people going to this convention center, people on business trips. So um, the the theming is, is really clean and nice. I think maybe like the intro for The Incredibles with the cartoon like drawings, maybe they're most similar to the Mary Blair style. And maybe that's why they chose it because it does follow the more 2D 
cartoon depiction of The Incredibles, not the 3D animation that the movie is actually based in. Um, but you've got little touches like when you open the closet, the super suits are in there, which is fun. Um, the pillows are relating um, to Edna Mode or Frozone. And um, there's like very subtle wallpaper and things around the room that are also very Incredibles themed. So it's there, but it's not like overwhelming in your face um, when it comes to how it all looks. Yeah, and we will have a walkthrough of what these rooms look like on our social media. Caitlin was able to capture some of this at the beginning of her trip, so we wanted to share with you guys exactly what those details look like. So be on the lookout for that on our Instagram accounts. Um, I think maybe with this theming, perhaps they were leaning more in the like modern, like they wanted to match the like architecture side of things. That's all I can really see as like a way of them trying to connect that theming in there. Yeah, I agree. So we've got some different types of rooms that you're going to find at the Contemporary. What if people are looking to book at this resort, what kind of rooms can they find? Okay, so at the Contemporary, they have standard rooms and they also have suites. So depending on the size of your family or what you're looking for, there are definitely options here for you. Uh, the standard rooms do come with two queens and a daybed or a king and a daybed. So definitely the space to host people. It's really great when these deluxe resorts have that additional daybed. Um, it can almost, almost help a family not have to get an additional room if you have maybe two adults and three kids. Um, so that works out really well well and in those rooms you also have differing views from your window or balcony so you either can have a view of bay lake or magic kingdom for the tower and then for the garden rooms over in the garden wing um, you get a water view a garden view or basically a parking lot view so if you're wanting theme park view then the best place for you to be would be the tower yeah, obviously the tower is the main hub, so if you stay in the tower, it is more expensive than the Garden Wing rooms. If you are wanting deluxe stay at a lower price, something like a Garden Wing room with a parking lot view, depending on the type of um, discounts you get and the time of year you go, the rooms can be reasonable. They're obviously going to be pricey, but more reasonable like in the 400s, um, I would say, when you get all those good discounts and you're not staying you know, front and center looking at Cinderella Castle. Um, but the theme park view for sure, if you are wanting that once in a lifetime trip with that once in a lifetime view, this is the spot. You had this view. I was so fortunate to have this view. And I want you to share a little bit about your experience with having that view and the extra magic that it brought to your trip. So this was a very last minute upgrade on my most recent trip. Uh, I had not planned on a theme park view. We had just a standard room. Um, we did book the main tower, but we didn't choose a view. And some stuff came up and it was supposed to be this really meaningful special trip. So we said, you know what? If we're gonna you know, go all out on this trip, then let's get the view too. And we got the view, and we, um, I believe we were on the seventh floor of the main tower, um, looking out at Magic Kingdom, and having this view started and ended my day with such awe. Like, I was so beside myself. Um, I can be an emotional person, but I'm not openly emotional on a regular basis and I was so excited I walked through the room and I saw all of the the updates and the renovations um, that they had made and then I walked out on the patio and I looked out at Magic Kingdom and I saw Astro Orbiter spinning and could kind of hear you know some of the guests down below and I just started crying I was like oh I cannot believe that I get to live this life, that I get to stay here um, for this long weekend with this type of view and just felt very humbled and lucky to get to experience that. I know it really is like a once in a lifetime um, stay for many of us to be able to spend that kind of money is not always first on everyone's agenda. Um, Disney's expensive as is, but the view 
for the sunrise and the sunset was incredible but the the amazing thing was that we could at night if we had a magic kingdom day if we wanted to leave the park and go back to our resort and watch the fireworks we had a perfect view of the fireworks and if you turn on your tv in your room there is a channel and it says uh, happily ever after live viewing or whatever um, the descriptor is and it will play the happily ever after soundtrack the whole sound start to finish on the tv so it's literally right behind your head as you're watching the fireworks from your room that's so cool i didn't know they did that on the tv Mm -hmm. so that you can hear in sync with what you're seeing from a distance um and so that was really neat to be able to get out of the crowd we had said hey if we're spending the money on this room we are going to spend time in the room we are not going to be in the park 24 7 we got to enjoy Um, what we're paying for and so we did go back and watch the fireworks from our room two of the nights that we were there and it was definitely magical oh I love that that's so fun that's a reason within itself just to be able to book that room and stay there just so you can watch the fireworks absolutely I mean not again that it's going to be something that you can do every time but if you have little kids and you're going on a special trip with little kids that is probably so nice to be able to get out of the park and not deal with a huge crowd of people with them being uncomfortable and having to stand for like 45 minutes just to see the fireworks to be able to like get a treat downstairs at the bakery go up to the room and watch the fireworks from your room that's super super convenient and well worth in my opinion well worth the money we spent for it I love that. Well, let's talk a little more about the size of these rooms and what these rooms offer. So um, the Contemporary actually is home to the largest rooms on property at 394 square feet. Did you feel that in the room? Did you feel like it was bigger? I felt like it was bigger. It was very spacious. Um, You had mentioned that the rooms have a day bed. A lot of other Disney resorts will have what they call a fifth sleeper. This day bed was certainly bigger than the fifth sleepers you see in other rooms. I felt like it was more of a full-size mattress than a twin, um, and it was very spacious. But this day bed was actually like a very long couch, and it had a table as well that you could sit and eat at. And so that alone made the room feel massive. It wasn't like mm-hmm. just your beds and then the bathroom. Like there was like a whole, it felt like a whole living space in there. Um, so again, we have some footage um, of the room that we'll put up on our Instagram if you want to see specifics. But yeah, they definitely felt big. I love that. How about the bathroom? Oh my gosh. The bathroom was a showstopper. When it comes to Disney bathrooms, Sometimes we talked about this on our beach club episode. I was disappointed in the beach club bathrooms. You are paying deluxe prices for a bathroom that was very similar to a moderate. This is a deluxe bathroom. You have dual vanities, you have an LED lit mirror with a freaking monorail etched on it, which is gorgeous. And then you have a rainfall waterhead shower with a tub which you can take a bath in and maybe TMI, but I did take a bath. I love that. I soaked my sore ankles and feet after a long day at Disney. And that is such a nice thing to have if you are trying to have like this spa and deluxe luxury type experience. Having the bathtub was really nice. Um, And then you have your separate toilet as well. I love that. Anything else you'd like to mention about the inside of the room? Um... Not necessarily. I mean, little features like the TV had like a ba- like the red Incredibles color. It had like a backlight to it, which made it just look really fun. Um, and all of those little details that relate back to the Incredibles were, were fun to find as well. But yeah, the, the room was super nice. Oh, I love that. Well, let's talk money. The people want to know how much does it cost to stay at the Contemporary? And we have some baseline average numbers for them. Yes, these are average numbers that we've looked at for um, if we just put in right now that we want to go and stay at the Contemporary in different areas on resort property. Um, what are you going to find? So, Court, tell us like highest to lowest. What are we looking okay. at? So, for Main Tower Theme Park View, probably the best room you can get besides club level. Um, you're looking at 
as low as $7.55 per night. That's before any discounts or time of year type of deals that they have going on. This is just in general. Um, then for the main tower, if you're going to look at, at the lake, then you're going to be looking at about $6.75 per night to look at Bay Lake. So that's kind of the pricing we have there for the main tower. Um, what about the garden wing? For the garden wing, um, if you are going to face the gardens or Bay Lake itself, maybe a little nicer view for the garden wing, um, it is going to be $5.28 per night on average. And then um, if you are going to be in one of those rooms that might have an obstructed view or face a parking lot, it is $4.84 per night on average. And Disney has been running incredible discounts. They have had like a Disney Plus discount, a Disney Visa discount. Um, annual pass discount obviously as well as just like summertime discounts or fall winter mm -hmm. um, so keep your eyes peeled for what those discounts are because they really do make an impact in your ability to have one of these incredible trips Sam and I went on a very odd weekend it was like the weekend after school started it's before Labor Day after summer so it was one of those lower rate weekends um, and we also stayed a Thursday to um, Monday and I think with our annual pass discount we were paying somewhere around 465 a night and that's fantastic for a theme I mean, park view for a theme park view for the most expensive room you can get there you're paying about the same price you'd pay for the lowest which is a garden wing so exactly. you definitely have to utilize those discounts you never know how low you can get that price and which, if you yeah if you can be flexible too and just put in different weekends and see which one's the lowest that's sometimes how i plan my trips where i'm like okay i want to go in this particular month but what weekend is really the best one to go yeah Absolutely. All right, let's maybe move on to the dining options at this resort because there's quite a few here. There's so many options here at the Contemporary. Um, some are, are really high on my list for ones I enjoy going to. Um, but Court, start out with a bang. Give us a really popular All one. All right, we're starting off with the California Grill, which is most known for their fantastic views of the fireworks. If you have a reservation at this park, oh, not this park, <laughs> if you have a reservation at this dining location, they do actually pipe the music in for Happily Ever After, and you can watch on the outdoor terrace. Um, you can see the fireworks, which is a big reason why people will book at this steakhouse yeah this is definitely like a special occasion type dining experience it's what's considered signature dining there are different just like there are different tiers for the resorts there are different tiers for your dining as well signature character um, table service quick service and so with um, california grill having this incredible view and also super crazy good food uh, it is definitely considered signature and um, when the Disney dining plan was running it's not currently up but it will be back in 2024 um, when the Disney dining plan was a thing to dine at the signature dining locations you use two of your dining meals in order to be able to dine there so that should tell you something about the level of service and the quality of the food as well as the environment and the view um, so this is a big one this one's very 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 popular yeah, I have yet to eat there. Have you eaten there before? I haven't eaten there. I'm a picky girl. The only thing I would eat on the menu is probably a steak. So I haven't been convinced to spend the money to go. Absolutely understand that for sure. Okay, what else is on our list for dining options? So like we mentioned, there are different um, tiers to the dining. So we'll move into a character dining option at the Contemporary, which I think is um, one of the unique things about this resort is that I think it does offer every single version of dining that you could find at Disney. So if you're staying there or if you just want to go and explore, get a dining reservation at one of the restaurants and then just walk around and see what there is to offer. But their character dining is Chef Mickey's. How iconic is that? Every time I see, every time I'm on the monorail and I look down and I see Chef Mickey's, I'm like, can I just jump out and join them? Because this looks like so much fun. So this is what I was referring to when we first talked about the monorail going through the contemporary. I think this is so smart and clever of Disney because who wouldn't want to drive through the middle of this gorgeous resort and look down and see Mickey and friends? Like, 
that's not going to draw people in. I don't know what will. So. Well, also, how fun is it too? If you're on the other side of things, you are a t- you are sitting at Chef Mickey's and you're making friends are around you, and you look up and the monorail is just going by. That's even magical as well. Yeah, definitely. And as a resort guest, if you're staying in that main tower, no matter what your view is, if you walk out to go towards the elevators and you look down into the main hub you will see disney characters so if you have young kids and even if you're staying and you're having one of the bay lake views or the garden views when you go into the resort your children or even your fun loving adult who just loves the characters will see mickey and friends every day i love that that that's i mean i really want to dine there i haven't dined there yet so i need to add it to my list it is a buffet Every character dining that you will find on Disney property, the characters are wearing fun outfits if it's Mickey and Friends. And at this particular restaurant, they are in their chef suits, which I love. Yes, chef. Give it to me. Chef's kiss, literally. I love it. Okay, so we've got, we've had like California Grill, super, super nice. We've got character dining. We also have a newer restaurant in the contemporary, which is known as Steakhouse 71, formerly The Wave. Yes. Okay. So I did get to eat at the wave before it transitioned into Steakhouse 71. I don't know that it's a ton different. Um, The theming of the restaurant itself is different. I don't know how different the menu is. It's like generally the same idea. Um, But I really enjoy Steakhouse 71 and it's not hard to get a reservation. Really? Yeah. I've been there for um, breakfast and for lunch. Um, I've enjoyed both of my meals there. The service is very good. Um, it is like confined. It's there are no windows. You can't see anything. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily one of those restaurants where you're getting like an experience out of it. It's just a, a nice place to go have a meal that is served to you. It's not quick service. It would be considered table service. So um, definitely check this out. Obviously, 71 referring to the fact that Disney and the Contemporary opened in 1971. So there's really neat bits of history on the walls in there. If you get to stroll through, take a look um, and don't miss what they have in there. Well, they definitely have some nice sit-down restaurants at this resort, but also we've got to have our more quick service grab-and-go options, and Disney does a great job of offering that at every resort and at the Contemporary. They have the Contempo Cafe. We love Contempo Cafe. You can always get a quick bite, a good treat there. Um, I was shocked to find this past time when Sam and I decided to watch the fireworks from the room, we did go down and get a dessert to enjoy while we were watching the show happily ever after Um, and they have um, if you are familiar with the Werther's caramel shop in Germany and Epcot they have not all of the items there but they have a lot of the Werther's caramel items in their bakery case and I'm a big sucker for some Werther's caramel so I got um, like this strawberry butter bar as well as a chocolate covered caramel sea salt square thing and it was very good um so this is a great place to just stop in get something quick and yummy um whether you're chilling in your room or just enjoying the lobby itself they do have seating down there cool and then in addition to that is also the contemporary grounds which is their coffee shop were you able to grab any coffee from here i did we got so this is joffrey's it's basically a joffrey's it's called the contemporary contemporary grounds um but it is a joffrey's location so it's um at the very um bottom it is right so clever um it's right before you walk out to the bus stop so we'll get to transportation in a little bit but right before you leave to go on your day if you need that coffee before you even get into the park you are covered i love that it's a joffrey's that makes me so excited they have all the donuts and all that stuff too Ooh, mm-hmm. fantastic i mean because yeah. i don't really see joffrey's like at an actual resort right yeah so and that's another tip too if you get off the monorail from ticket and transportation you maybe want a quieter joffrey's location just jump off at the contemporary and go downstairs and then you can walk into magic kingdom from there i love that what spoiler a great tip. alert sorry <laughs> you're giving away all the things i'm so sorry all right so what else do we have have available for you know maybe dining or drinks 
Okay, so we've got a couple of bars that you can find at the Contemporary. You've got the Outer Rim Cocktail Cafe, which is in the main lobby, the Sand Bar, which is at the pool, and the Cove Bar. So a couple of different options, some quick bites, some drinks that you can find while you are there. Um, but that pretty much covers it for the food options. Well, that's a perfect segue into our entertainment entertainment section because we just talked about pool bars, so we've got to talk about the pools at the yes, Contemporary. Yes, we must. Tell us more. Okay, so the Contemporary has two pools. Their main pool does include a 17-foot slide, hot tub, and splash pad. Yes, so I did not attend this pool on this trip. However, when we stayed at Bay Lake Tower, I went to this pool every single day. My family, if you've listened to this podcast, you know we do a midday pool break no matter what and um this pool was always hopping lots of activities lots of fun things to do um different from the polynesian and the contemporary when you are looking at i'm sorry the polynesian and grand floridian when you're looking at the contemporary you're looking at the front the entrance and the pool is actually on the back side so you don't get to see it so it does feel a little more private and secluded when you're at the contemporary or the polynesian what you see from bay lake when you are coming towards the resorts from magic kingdom is the backside, and that's where the pools are located and so they're like on full view for um guests that might be like coming from the monorail coming from the boats um so that was like an interesting thought i had in my head when walking around the contemporary i was like oh this pool's a little more secluded than the other deluxe resorts that's nice and in addition to the main pool they even have a designated quieter pool so if you're looking for extra extra quiet then boom there you go you've got a second quieter pool over at the contemporary as well yes the area anywhere you are at a resort that's around the water slide and the splash pad you can expect a lot of noise and there are cast members that do activities out there which is nice um so if that is not your style and you want something a little more relaxing where you can just soak up the florida sun then definitely check out that quiet pool I feel like this resort has a lot of entertainment to offer. When I was looking through all the, you know, articles and doing my research, I was like, man, I feel like this, they offer just a little bit more than some other of the deluxe resorts. And some of those things include basketball, um, beach volleyball, tennis. I mean, some of those things you don't necessarily see at some of the other resorts. So I thought that was cool that they had those three options for some sports activities. Yeah. And other activities kind of along the athletic route they have yoga that they do by bay lake um morning yoga is maybe not the first thing you would think to do on your disney vacation but how cool that they offer it i love that um they also have resort campfires a lot of other resorts do this they have campfires at night that you can enjoy some s'mores and then watch one of their movies under the stars which is fun i know that's i i still like i've been back from a resort no sorry i've been back from the parks once and i was staying at the polynesian and i saw they were playing like cheetah girls or something at the, on like the big little blow up screen and i was like i was so tired i didn't have time to sit and watch the movie but i was like oh i have to do this again sometime because it is so fun just like seeing a disney movie playing on the lawn it is and it is nice if you do need that break from the parks and maybe just have one designated night in your week where you're going to go back to the resort early and actually enjoy the resort that you're paying for, this is a way to do it. Go see one of the movies, enjoy the campfire, get some s'mores. Um, But in addition to that, if you are enjoying the resort with kiddos, they do have a Pixar play zone for kids if you bring them back to the resort and you need some more activities for them to do, um, as well as an arcade. I love the Disney World arcades. They're so fun. Yes, they're quintessential. They, I don't think, I don't know if they'll ever go away. I think they'll probably always stay. It's such a great way to keep kids and maybe teenagers a little more entertained. So for sure, I think those are fun. And if you are continuing to want some fitness or sports, they do have a fitness center. And if you are super into just like boat stuff, I guess um, they have sea racers, pontoon boats, and bass fishing excursions yeah they'll take you out on bay lake to go fishing which is wild to me um (laughs) but they have marinas at um the grand floridian as well i can't remember if they have one at wilderness lodge but yes they do on the backside have the ability for you to go find these watercraft to take out on bay lake if you want a resort day something different to do and that sounds fun to you check it out i don't think it's that i mean it's 
pricey. It's like not free, but um, I don't think it's outrageous either um, to rent one for a few no. hours. So I think it would be lots of fun. And if you've done all of those things and you're like, I still need more to do, well, you're in luck because there are two different stores you can head to and buy some souvenirs for your friends and family. And those are the Bayview Gifts and Fantasia Gifts. These are both really nice. Um, they have a lot of different variety of merchandise options if you don't want to storm the Emporium or, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking, I'm blanking. Mickey's of Hollywood? Or the one in Epcot that's new, the Connection, Creations. Creations. Creation Shop. If you don't want to storm any of those very busy merchandise shops, they do have a good variety in the ones in the Contemporary. I did see a whole section of Halloween stuff um, when I was there, in addition to some of their nicer um, lines. They do have like Nike Dry Fit apparel that's Disney related or Tommy Bahama or Ooh, all of these. So the luxury. Yes, fancier things in addition to the regular Disney merchandise that you would find elsewhere. So um, if you need a little souvenir to take home, maybe don't waste your time in the parks. Just get one at the resort. Um, they are open late, too. I think they're, they're open until like 10, 30, 11. So you got plenty of time. The parks have been closing earlier. So finish your park time and then go back and, and do your shopping at your resort, which is great. I love that. I love that. Wow. We covered a lot with what we've got so far, and I think we need to end things with our transportation. Yes, I have spoiled so much of the transportation, and I am sorry for that, but the Contemporary has some of the most convenient transportation in all of Walt Disney World. I think, actually, I would say, period, it has the most convenient transportation. When it comes to getting around each of the four parks from the Contemporary, Two of the four are very easy and straightforward and quick. The other two, maybe not as quick, but very convenient. Literally walk out the door of your hotel and the bus station is there. So let's start with buses. Well, are there just buses to Animal Kingdom and um, Hollywood Studios, I would assume? Just those two and Disney Springs? Correct. Those, yeah. Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and Disney Springs will have bus transportation from the Contemporary. Obviously, you can always pick up a Lyft or a minivan if you don't want to take the bus um, as a tertiary transportation option. But because it is a a desert, because it is a desert, desert resort, (laughs) it is a deluxe (laughs) resort. I can't talk anymore. Um, It's a deluxe resort, and therefore the buses know that the guests there are paying premium prices and I do feel like they send a good amount of buses through there to make sure that guests are not waiting too terribly long to get to the parks Um, so Hollywood Studios Animal Kingdom and Disney Springs you can walk straight out the lobby of the Contemporary and you are at the bus station it's not a long trek you don't have to walk a mile to get there it's right there for you to access That is so nice. And then if you're wanting to head to Magic Kingdom or Epcot, you obviously can hop on the monorail. The monorail does take you straight to Magic Kingdom. Or if you're going to Epcot, you would stop at the Ticketing and Transportation Center and you would hop on the Epcot monorail. So just two little stops away from getting you to the beautiful Spaceship Earth. And if you are going to Magic Kingdom and you don't want to take the monorail, there is a walkway that takes you straight to the park. Yes, this is what makes this resort so convenient. If there is a crowd of people waiting for a monorail to get back to the resorts after Happily Ever After, and you just don't feel like waiting in that line, the amount of time it would take for you to wait and ride around to the Contemporary might be the same amount as it would to just walk back. So several times, Sam and I opted to walk back to our resort for Magic Kingdom rather than wait on the monorail. The convenient thing when you do ride the monorail is that the Contemporary is the first stop. And so when you are leaving Magic Kingdom, it is a very quick, less than five minute ride to get into the Magic Kingdom and get off. Um, But it's probably about a 10 minute walk from the lobby of the Contemporary to the gates of Magic Kingdom. So if you are in your resort and you want to head to Magic Kingdom and you want to use the monorail, then you have to stop at the Poly Grand Floridian 
oh, I guess ticketing transportation center. I can't talk either. Polynesian Grand Flow, and then you're going to get to Magic Kingdom. So it's the last stop. Correct. So on your way to Magic Kingdom, you get picked up right in the middle of um, the resort that you're staying in, and you're also the first stop. So you more than likely get a seat versus being the last stop where maybe you have to stand for the last little bit. Um, So that aspect of it is convenient for both going to Epcot or Magic Kingdom. But if you are able to make a 10 minute trek, then to get to Magic Kingdom is really straightforward and easy. It's not a busy walkway. It wasn't like there were tons of people either. Um, So it was a really nice, quiet stroll. There's um, its own security station, so that's also way less crowded than ticket and transportation. Um, Just like if you're going through the security at Polynesian or Grand Floridian, it's only going to be a couple people there at a time, so it's really quick to go through. Um, But yeah, the transportation there... Because we were staying at the Contemporary, again, we made our trip based around being at the Contemporary, so we ended most nights at the Magic Kingdom so we could just walk back to the resort, which was really nice and convenient um, and made our our transportation portion of our trip way less stressful than having to wait 20 to 30 minutes to get a tram or a bus or get on the monorail to then get to Ticket and Transportation Center to then go somewhere else, so... Um, all of that made our stay at the Contemporary well worth the price tag. Okay, so what would you rate it out of 10? 10 being the best resort you've ever stayed at, 1 being worst resort you've ever stayed at. Where would you rate it? Uh, I mean, it's a 9 to 10 for me. Like, I didn't have, I didn't find many flaws. I love that for you. Yes. Uh, the dining was good. Sometimes you'll stay at a resort, but the dining's not great, and you have to go somewhere else for the food. So dining was good. The room was huge and comfortable. The view was amazing. The transportation was convenient. Uh, you have Joffrey's at your disposal right downstairs. I mean, what could go wrong? I mean, not a lot, obviously. So... If you are wanting to stay at the Contemporary, now you are covered with knowledge and you will be able to know exactly where to eat, where to go, go to the walkway, go to the pools, pick the quieter one, whatever works for you. You now have the knowledge to do so. So I don't know. This is pretty fun. This was so fun. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Again, head to our social media at the Castle Chat on Instagram and TikTok to find more visuals to go with this episode and stay tuned for more fun from us in the future. Magic moments. It's another magic moment. Yay. Yay. And it's your magic moment time. It is my magic moment time. And this is lining up so perfectly because my magic moment that is at the forefront of my mind whenever I think of something that happened to me in Walt Disney World that just really blew me away happened at the Contemporary. Perfect, wow, right? okay, perfect. So a handful of years ago, during the holiday season at Walt Disney World, cast members were given the liberty to award guests golden tickets. This is back in the day of Fast Pass. And these golden tickets were essentially fast passes for any ride at any time for however many people were in your group. And my family had a lunch reservation at what was at the time the Wave, and um, it's now Steakhouse 71. And my mom is a chatty Kathy and can talk to anyone and become anyone's best friend. And I love this about her. And we were sitting there eating our lunch. I remember so vividly the conversations that she was having with our waiter about him being from New Jersey and being from the Jersey Shore and us being beach people. And she just really made an incredible connection with our server um, while we were having lunch to the point where we, every time he came to the table, they were just chatting a little longer than what you normally would if you were a server. Um, And so at the end of our meal, when he brought us our check, there was a golden ticket sitting on top of it. And that golden ticket basically, like I said, was a fast pass for any ride at any time. And at the time, I believe um, the most exciting and new thing was Slinky Dog Dash. So we ended up being able to use that. It was one of those things where 
fast pass you booked so far out in advance and if you didn't get something then it was kind of gone there wasn't another opportunity for you to get it so we're all super excited to be able to go and ride a new ride that was um one we all really enjoyed and that um was something um, in terms of magic that was made for me and my family this cast member went above and beyond and gave us our special golden ticket I love that. That's so special. Yes, it really is. And if you guys have moments that are sticking out in your mind as you are listening to this, please send us your magic moments on our Instagram when we do our magic moment Mondays. You can head to Instagram, find our stories, and send us a magic moment, something special that happened to you, whether it's something a cast member did, something you and your family got to experience, or just a memory that really stands out when it comes to you experiencing experiencing Disney. Small shop shout out. We got a shop to shout out today. Yeah. Hey, hooray. I always love adding like the yeah at the end. It's yeah. so much fun. We love small shop shout out. This is our opportunity to really um, feature a small shop in the Disney community that is truly killing it and is producing products that you guys need in your home or on your body, whether it's apparel or home decor. We want to make sure that you are aware of it. And today we are stepping into the home decor realm with Magical Little Babes. This is her bio says, just a mama making magic. So why don't we talk a little bit about her page? We are here for the mamas making magic. We love the the products on this page um, there is a lot of Halloween stuff that is coming your way which we are super excited to see but every season holiday that you can think of there is merch that you can find from cozy stuff to keep around your house as well as well as well as cozy stuff to keep on your feet um, cups to use in the kitchen nail stickers and beyond there's so many different things that you can choose here my personal favorite is currently this little mickey ghost pillow so cute and fluffy i need one yes i love when small shops are just making super unique products like cardigans and blankets and just some different things that you don't really see as often so if you are looking for some unique products you need to check out magical little babes well guys this has been such a fun episode and we thank you so much for being with us here today on another episode of the castle chat but for now we'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye guys. Bye.